This is the Dave and Shecky Show. We got this groovy podcast for ya. Reviewing crazy tunes or quoting Twain and Sting and Dune. We'll bring ideas to share like bonus points for extra flair. Cause it's the freaking Dave and Shecky Show. Check your show, we're bringing you this groovy review. We might preview movies, bake some bread, or drink some smoothies. So come on, have way too much caffeine. You roll up some rivers, I'll reference some Raffi. This is the Dave and Checky Show. Wait, there's no room tone. I've heard it. We're, ha- we're on two different <clears throat> uh, co- computers, two different microphones. I'm going to have to deal with room tone individually. Ah, well, you caught me off guard there. You usually mm-hmm. have a second to gather. Okay. Well, welcome to Tony's Tornadoes. Can I help you? Uh, what what do you what do you sell here at Tony's Tornadoes? Uh, we uh, we provide a service. Uh, we come in and uh, we um, assess the uh, boundaries of your property, place a little uh, machine in the boundaries of your property, create a tornado. Do a little damage, and all night we'll take away the machine. Morning just looks like there was an accident, and uh, you know you collect whatever you gotta do, and we take a fee, and you know it works usually for both parties. I see. Except uh, to tell you the truth, uh, yeah. this is hypothetical because no one's taken me up on the offer. Yeah, yet. I could imagine. I could imagine that. But, you know, it's the name. Everything's in the name. And the machine is, what is it called? Uh, it's the Tornado Maker. Oh, okay. 9,000. Oh, okay. Excellent. Well, uh, thank you for that, Tony. We're uh, going to move along. Uh, okay. Well, see, that's what everyone says. And you sure you might, uh, want me to leave you with a card or something? You, you know what? You leave me with a card and I'll, uh, I'll put it up in our show notes and maybe you'll get a taker. All right. That, that's what I usually do. Thank you. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 93. 93 of the Middle-Aged Cool Kids Super Terrific Podcast featuring your pals. And. I'm sorry? It's and. And. That's right. right. I'm. No. I'm the artist formerly known as. Okay. Are you. I don't want to be s. Well, no one wants to be s. That's a snake. S. Gen, gen, gender. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, all right. See Ex- what I'm saying? No. It's a somber day. Nope. It's not a somber day. It's a beautiful fall afternoon. It's a lovely fall afternoon, and we are here to do our second episode of October, Shh. where we are keeping up s. with a... S- <gasps> We're keeping up with the spooky theme. Ha! Stop that. Uh-huh. Get over here. Okay. Why don't you shut the up? That's like a form of Tourette's if you had to make that noise before you spoke and after. Is it? You get to choose which goes before and after, but you have to go and ha after every sentence. That's the world I'm living in. Mm-hmm. Ha! Well, then, of course, that is also the world I'm living in, and I don't look forward to it. I don't want to hear those noises. All right. <clears throat> so what do we got? Who's scaring who? 
what we've got this Why week. Why people are so scared of what? I don't know. All right. Well, then what do you got? We are going to do the top 10 highest grossing horror films in the world. The top 10 highest grossing horror films in the world. Now, does that include Kansas City? Kansas City is in the world, so uh, yes. Well, okay. Okay, then. I'm just checking. I think that uh, the in the world thing will come into play a lot more than you th think it will. Is that why they used to say, in a world? In a world. They, that, mm, no. That was setting up a, uh, that was letting you know what kind of world that particular movie uh, was in. Now, was that said over and over again, or did that guy just say that once? Uh, I think it was said over and over again. And then your girlfriend, Lake Bell, was in a movie called In a World, I yeah, think. Yeah, that movie was kind of a miss for me, mm -hmm. dog. I well, think that it was might an indie movie. To, to her. What? That movie was a turnoff. Oh, you did that stop you from loving I her? I don't know. I think she was a little overambitious in it or something. Did she write it? Maybe she wrote it or something. She may have written it. Uh, she may have written it. Uh, Lake Bell was for a long time your celebrity crush. Oh, yeah, yeah. But now she has it. It's no longer. I don't know. Out of sight, out of mind. Oh, all right. Well, there you go. Sorry, Lake Bell. Sorry. Sorry now to bring you such terrible news. What? What's her name? Catherine Bell. You love Catherine Bell now? Yeah, I got one witch? bell and another. Okay, that's fine. She's also a fine choice. All right. Are you ready? Uh, yes. Well, she, you know, she's a good witch, and that falls right into the topic right here because we're, you know, boom. Excellent. Excellent. Well, thank you for doing that. I'm right. so glad when you're topical. The number 10 highest grossing horror film Worldwide, and this is according to Wikipedia, number 10, The Exorcist. Somewhere between science and superstition, there is another world. The world of darkness. expected it. Nobody believed it. And nothing could stop it. There are no experts. You probably know as much about possession as most priests. Look, your daughter doesn't say she's a demon. She says she's the devil himself. I'm telling you that that thing upstairs isn't my daughter. Now, I want you to tell me that you know for a fact that there's nothing wrong with my daughter except in her mind. You tell me you know for a fact that an exorcism wouldn't do any good. You tell me that! The one hope. The only hope. The exorcist. Number 10. Number 10. Scariest? Is that what they're saying? Number 10 of the highest grossing horror films. Oh, 
Highest grossing. Worldwide. So the horror films that have made the most oh, money. Oh, I understand now. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, yeah, let me say something. Okay. What's number nine? Just give me a, give me a cross-reference here. Number ten is what we're talking about now. Oh, number I don't nine, know how to, will... what I should say because I don't know what they're going to hit me with next. I mean, yes, The Exorcist is amazing and I'm sure it grossed a lot of money, mm-hmm. but... The Exorcist got an 83% from uh, critics on Rotten Tomatoes and no, no, an 87% groundbreaking. On, uh, from the audience. I got a what from the audience? 87%. Well, when did they poll this audience? On In the I- 70s when it came out? No. On IMDb, The Exorcist is at an 8.0. Let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. If you had... Hold these people in the 70s when it came out. Mm-hmm. Half the people wouldn't have even taken the poll because they wouldn't want to be associated with the movie because it was, uh, you know, so goddamn frightful. Oh, is that what you're thinking? I'm thinking that people were vomiting from the sight of the vomit. They were screaming in the seats. That movie, look, if you had polled them, saying if you'd polled them people then, this movie would have gotten 100, or they wouldn't have taken the poll. There was nothing scarier than The Exorcist when The Exorcist came out, especially if you're a religious person. The Exorcist is an American media franchise that originated with William Peter Blatty's 1971 horror novel of the same name. Horror novel. Now, that's a genre I never got into. And most prominently featured in a 1973 film adapted from the novel... And then many subsequent prequels and sequels. Let me tell you something. The music. Mm-hmm. Michael Oldfield. Tubular Bells. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, the fun thing about that is it's used in the soundtrack to the movie, but the album itself was a kind of comical stoner's album in the 70s. Is that true? Yeah. There's parts of that album that are just absurd. He, <clears throat> at one point, he introduces each instrument with his absurd English accent. Grand piano. It's just very funny. It's like verging on fusion. I think yeah. at one point he says, Tubular bells. Sounds cute. It's out to fucking lunch. He sounds like a cute man. Anyway, it's kind of, I mean, I guess if it wasn't used for The Exorcist, you'd still think that music was kind of eerie. The Exorcist has grossed 441 million... People out. <laughs> but no, $441 million worldwide. Now, I will say that The Exorcist... Also enjoyed a re-release, so I will say that they made a lot of money from their re-release as well. Now, who was the chick in The Exorcist? That would be Linda Blair. Exactly. No, no, that was not Linda. Oh, yes, it yes, was. It, it was, was Linda, Linda Blair. Blair. Exactly. Now, she has a troubled past, that woman. She got mixed up with them Leonard Skinner boys, and it all went downhill. Is that true? Yeah. The cocaine. Oh, well. No, I don't know about that, but I know she got involved with the uh, Leonard Skinner guys. 
she was into Skinner and then became a fan. I don't know, something, friends, uh, something, something going on there. And then, uh, of course, she had this terrible movie she made, which was like softcore porn. What was that called again? I don't know what you're Re- talking about. Oh, geez. Really bad. What was it again? Uh, oh, God. Teen. Jail. Something. Jail. Jail paid. Jail teen. Chicks in the showers. I think it was called Chicks in the Showers. Are you confusing Linda Blair with a porn artist? No, but she might have crossed into that, too. Come on. What's the name of the movie? Let's see. Or heat. Something Heat. Raw Heat. Hold on. Some, and some, any, something in the dress. Heat. After she was in The Exorcist, she was in Born Innocent, Airport uh, 1975, Sarah T, Portrait of a Teenage Alcoholic. Oh, yeah. Sweet Hostage. Now we're talking. Victory at, I don't know, Entebbe? No, there's another movie here we're missing. Exorcist 2. No. Stranger in Our House. No, this one's Roller like Boogie. Heat, something about heat. Wild Horse Hank. Women in a Shower. Ruckus. Hell Knight. Uh, she's like a lesbian scene getting tortured in the jail shower. Chained Heat. Chained Heat. Now that's the one. In this prison, rules and new inmates are meant to be broken. That's the one. That is the one. Young Carol Henderson ends up in prison where she must learn how to survive in an environment plagued by violence, murder, rape, racism, drugs, and staff corruption and brutality. A lot of things she needs to survive there. Oh, wow. Now, who else is in Chained Heat? Uh, John Vernon, Sybil Danning, Tamara Dobson, Stella Stevens, Henry Silva. Uh, People I'm just not recognizing. Uh. What year was Chained Heat? Chained Heat was from 1983. Something with heat. Directed by Paul Nicholas. Really? So she had really taken a turn in Chained Heat. I guess. I didn't know. I think she might have been Heat. Uh, I'll tell you, IMDb gives it five stars out of ten. Yeah, and if they rated back then, they would have given it the same rating. It's crap. Chained Heat. Well, uh, you know. Uh, so she was in The Exorcist 2? She was in The well, they Exorcist just had 2. All the the heretic. scenes from the, from the cutting room and they. No, yeah. she's older. She goes to live with another family, I think. I forget exactly what it is. It's not very good. Did it come out after uh, The Omen? Uh, she had The Exorcist and then The Omen. Exorcist 2 was 1977. And the Almond was probably uh, maybe after that. Let's see. That was kind of scary in its own right. The Omen? Yeah. The Omen is, it, the music scared the shit out of me. <laughs> the Omen was, was 76. Uh, yeah, yeah, that shit's fucked up, man. So I think there, there was a, uh, we had a run on horror films, but... Demonic horror films, not just any horror film. Yeah, now what started that? Probably Rosemary's Baby, I would suggest. You know what? That's probably a good guess. Well, thank you. I am a big John Cassavetes fan. Yes. All right. Are you are you done with The Exorcist? Uh, yeah, I am. I, I you know, The Exorcist was, I, whatever it grossed, to say it's 10, you know, it has to be really in the top five of all-time horror movies, in my opinion. I would think. Okay, well, this that would that's like a ranker type thing. We're doing gross. All right, well, this is a side note. 
we are doing the What's gross. What's number nine? Are you ready for number nine? Yes, please. Number nine. A little movie called Jaws. There is a creature alive today who has survived millions of years of evolution without change, without passion, and without logic. It lives to kill. A mindless eating machine. It will attack and devour anything. It is as if God created the devil and gave him Jaws. Jaws? That's a horror film? According to Wikipedia... I don't uh, see it as such. Jaws is number nine on their list, and its worldwide gross was $470 million. Well, let me just ask you something now. All right. Would you say that Psycho is a horror film? I would. All right. Now, how about Murder on the Orient Express? No. Okay. Good. We're on the same page. (laughs) Just checking. Excellent. We can continue. Jaws is a 1975 American thriller film directed by Steven Spielberg and based on Peter Benchley's 1974 novel of the same name. You know what I don't like about these directors? They're always using someone else's works. If you're so good, why can't you write it also? Well, I think Steven Spiel- this is the way directing works, is that you're hired by the company to, the mu- movie company to direct something. I want you to write it. For the most part, you're you not going- I want you doing the music too. I see. Well, all right. It happens. And that, but then you'll get something like in a world that you don't love. Ah, oh, Jesus. Uh, in the film, a man-eating great white shark attacks beachgoers at a summer resort town, prompting police chief Martin Brody, Roy Scheider, to hunt it with the help of a marine biologist, Richard Dreyfus, and a professional shark hunter, Robert Shaw. It's really an all-time great. And I got it. It's not. It's really not a horror movie. It's not. It's more of a, uh, what is it? It's just a it's action a, drama or something. No. See, this, uh-uh, I don't think so. I think, I think horror is a very wide category, and then there's subgenres, like the demonic, or the uh, kids at a campground, or, you know what I mean? Or, and now there's this, there's this animal subgenre, whether it's Cujo, or Jaws, or Orca, or the Kraken, whatever. There's all these sub. If you're getting, uh, if you're scared throughout it, you're. It's this is a horror movie, in my opinion. Eh. IMDb. Oh, oh. Second okay. Is Clockwork Orange a horror movie, horror film? No, I think that's a thriller. How about Werewolf in London? Mm-hmm. A horror film. That's right. Anything with a monster is a horror movie. So you've got a Frankenstein, yeah. a werewolf. At what point do you... How, how much comedy can you have in a horror film before it's just a comedy? I think there is a comedy horror subgenre. Because there's some comedy in American Werewolf in London. Yes. Is, this on, is that on this list? It is not. Son of a bitch. It's not one of the highest grossing... It's not on the top 10 highest grossing horror God movies of all time. Finkelstein shit kid. All right, we're going back to that, are we? Well, no, uh, I'm just saying. Okay. If you want, was that a horror movie? No. Okay. What? So, best part of Jaws yes? might be Richard Dreyfus. It might be. I, you know what? It's a, you, it's a great ensemble cast, I'm going to say. Yeah. You, you hate so the, the mayor, thing. 
You you love Roy Scheider. You... It's so much better than a horror film. Horror films tend to sometimes be dreck. I mean, this is just, this is like class acting, mm-hmm. pretty damn good script. I mean, the whole thing is like a little campy, but it's really a, it's a good movie. It's, it, it birthed the genre, right? I guess so. You got the, mean, the Deep came after that. and How long was this fucking thing in the theaters? It was in the theaters for like two years or something when it came out. Well, I mean, it was a different time. Yeah, but even for that time, it was out forever. I mean, I, d- I don't know that I saw it in the theater. I was maybe, uh, um, I don't know if th- I got, t- I got. Yeah, I I'm not sure anything. that I did either. Maybe that was a little, what was it, 76? 75. 75. I'm afraid I missed this one when it came out. I think I went down to Florida to visit my grandmother at some point in like 1981. So I was like 13 or so, 13 or 14. And I think I watched it for the first time on HBO with my aunt. And I'll tell you what, I was fucking petrified. Petrified. I think even if you didn't see Jaws, you were aware of it though. Yeah, but if you it's you know what I mean. It's not the same. It's not the same as being aware of it, and then I mean they had it was part of culture. You kind of got the yeah the you knew the story, but you didn't see it, you didn't feel it, you didn't hear that music, you didn't see that head pop up from underneath the uh, that boat. There would have been no land shark on SNL if it wasn't for Jaws. Anyway, I was petrified, and it gave me really bad dreams. For I you know. For a very long time, even I though I was... I would make you not want to go in the ocean. Yeah. Well, guess who never goes in the ocean? It's this me. This guy. This... No, oh. it's me. So, number nine was Jaws. Yeah, uh, yeah we're... Those I'm... two right there, both insane classic movies. Again, IMDb gives it an eight. And uh, Rotten Tomatoes, the critics give it a 98%, and the audience gives it a 90 that sounds fair to me. Yeah, and I think I think honestly that might be the highest ranked, uh, according to Rotten Tomatoes anyway, on this list, mm. because the list from here on out, shitfest, goes a little downhill in my opinion. But this is the this is where the worldwide comes in. All right, we just had nine and ten, which were uh, were The Exorcist and Jaws. Um, made a, a lot of money without the benefit of one specific market. There is an, another two movies that also on this list don't have the benefit of that specific market, so that makes them, uh, in my opinion, that that makes their accomplishments a little bit more um, impressive. Number eight. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. It, Chapter Two. We made an oath. I swear. If it isn't dead, if it ever comes back, we'll come back to you. We didn't stop it. Pennywise. The clown. Can't let it happen again. For 27 years, I dreamt of 
need to finish it. For good. I've seen all of us die. It consumes us from the inside until we don't have a choice anymore. You lied. to say uh, I've never seen any of the It movies, although I do know it's about a clown. It Chapter 2 came out in 2019 and has is number 8 on this list, but may go up with you know, uh, DVD sales or, you know, it, it's still, I think, making money. So right now it is number 8 with $473 million um, it's from 2019, a supernatural horror film. So there you go. There's another genre, supernatural horror film, and a sequel to the 2017 film, It, both based on the 1986 novel by Stephen King. Uh, the film is directed by Andy Muschietti, returning from the first film with a screenplay by Gary Dauberman. So I will say this, It Chapter 2, not a Chinese movie, yet still managed to make a shit ton of money, which I think it? is very impressive. What? Who was in it? Jessica Chastain, James McAvoy, Bill Hader, Isaiah Mustafa, Jay Ryan, James Ranson, Andy Bean, Bill Skarsgård, Jaden Martell, Wyatt Olaf, Jack Dylan Grazer, do I have to go on? Because I don't know no. really. No, was that Skarsgård or Sarsgård? Skarsgård. Now that's a rough name. He's, I think he's related to the handsome guy that was on True Blood. Okay. You know the handsome vampire? Uh, I kind of remember. The blonde, good-looking one? Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I think that's his brother. I think they have an acting family. I think their dad was an actor. They're Australian? Mm-mm. They're like Nordic or something. Hmm. Skarsgård. But All anyway. Right. Well, I don't, I don't, uh, it. That seems like it's in another class than those other two. But okay. How? In, in what way? Uh, it's not good. Those other ones are good. Well, you just said you didn't see this one. Well, why would I see it? It's featuring a mad clown. Yeah. I mean, to me. I don't like clown movies. Nothing much, for me, there's not much more scary than a clown. They're just really creepy. And um, the movie, the, the original TV movie, did you see that one? No. You didn't with Tim Curry as the Pennywise? No. And John Boy Walton? No. No. All right. Well, that's interesting. It was like a made-for-TV movie. It's it called like, It? Yeah. I guess I'm just not into it. That's, I thought, you know what? I honestly thought everyone had seen that. Yeah. All right. So it's chapter two, but it gets a 6.5 on IMDb. Uh-huh. And let's see what Robert... Am I uh, right in assuming that there is a chapter one that we have not talked about yet? That's true. We okay. have not yet talked about Otherwise, chapter one. this would one. be a very abstract film. 
It Chapter 2 gets a 63% from the critics and a 78% from uh, the audience. Yeah. That's only the people they polled. Uh, people really hate it. They didn't even take the poll. So uh, what do you think of the trailer? I don't think it's very good. That's a no-class trailer, man. Those people are classless. Classless? Yeah, it's a no-class. All right. I don't know why you say that. What is it? What do you mean it has no class? I don't know. There's nothing there. there. It just looks like a bunch of shit to me. I, there's nothing going on there. All right. Well, there. that was it. That was number uh, seven. I didn't even know what to make Eight. of it. The kid died. She lied. Something. I don't know. Something with a dress? It's terrible. All right. Number eight, it, chapter two. Are you ready for number seven? Yes, please. Let's get away from eight. Number seven from 2014. Ah, it's going to be another piece of shit. These movies need to be pre-2000. Then they'll be all right. Godzilla. God damn it. How many remakes of Godzilla do we need? This one has made $529 million. Uh, dollars. Is so Brandon Fraser in this. Who? Brandon Fraser. Is that his name? Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. I don't. Hold on, I'll find out. Who's in it? Is this the one with Jack Black, or is that King Kong? That's King Kong. Uh, Godzilla 2014 starred Aaron Taylor Johnson. C.J. Adams, Ken Watanabe, Brian Cranston, Elizabeth Olsen, um, Juliet Binoche, David Strathairn. All right, I don't know who the first two people are, but I heard there's some of those other ones. Yeah. I don't think you... Uh, have you seen this movie? This is a horror film? It's a monster film. Monster movies are horror films. Yeah, I guess so. Would you like to see the trailer? Okay. In 1954, we awakened something. Well, there's nuclear tests in the Pacific. Not tests. They were trying to kill it. You have no idea what's coming. in our control. And not the other way around. Who directed that one? You don't like it? I said, who directed it? That one I like more than other. You do? Yeah, man, I look a little better. This is directed by Gareth Edwards. Ah, who the fuck is that? Is he related to Blake? 
Gareth James Edwards was born on June 1st, 1975 in England. He, growing up, he admired movies such as Star Wars and went on to pursue a film career. He cites George Lucas and Steven Spielberg as his biggest influences. Um, he's known for, oh, Godzilla, and then he also directed Rogue One, which I did not like at all, which is a Star Wars movie. So well, the trailer looked pretty good. Yeah. That, you know, could be worse. Could have been worse, couldn't it have been? That being said, now, isn't uh, Godzilla like a Japanese movie? It is originally a Japanese movie, that's ain't true. To, ain't it supposed to uh, start at Japs? All right. And ain't it supposed to be anti-American in its sentiment? Uh, I don't know if it was anti-American in its Well, it's sentiment. not like they, you know, they have all that nuclear fallout over there if it wasn't for us. That is true, but... Uh, the whole thing s- comes out of a Cold War mentality against the United States. Okay. What? Uh, no? No. The Japanese were not involved in the Cold War. They keep saying that you know, at that time, they're harboring feelings of hatred towards us. I asked... I had a uh, friend who was Japanese, <clears throat> born in Japan, lived in Japan. I asked her uh, if the Japanese were angry with America... And she said that at the time they were angry with their leaders because they had not been honest about what was going on in the world around them. That's possible. So, well, I don't think she was lying. I mean, that's one take on it. Well, I think that that's her take as a growing up Japanese. So I don't know if that's what they taught in the schools or what, but she, she said no. No, not, you know, not, not like you'd think. So good. In the future, we can torture them more. And I don't want to torture else. anybody, but oh. thank you for that. So uh, Godzilla torture them and they'll blame other people. IMDb gives Godzilla a six point four. Oh, that's not very good, is it? No. And oh, hold guess, on. I guess the trailer was better than the movie. And on um, and on Rotten Tomatoes, yeah. the critics gave it a seventy six percent. And the audience gave it a 66. Okay, well, that sounds not good at all. Mm-mm. Well, fuck Godzilla then. Wasn't... Uh, I've seen it. Wasn't Matthew Broderick in Godzilla? He was in the, the 90... I think it was 99 or 2000 version. Who's, who are these lunatics who just feel compelled to recycle Godzilla over and over again? I don't know, it but they do It was a fucking Saturday afternoon shit Sunday morning cartoon. They do it, don't they? Not cartoon, you know, a shitty movie you'd see on the TV with fucking shit you couldn't understand. Why is it some sort of epic American cinema now? They run out of ideas. It was a throwaway for a Sunday afternoon TV spot. They ran out of ideas is what happened. I got an idea. Never mind. What's number six? I'm not done with Godzilla. Oh, Jesus. Sorry to disappoint you. That's the movie. But I will say that Godzilla is one of those movies that benefits quite nicely from uh, the the Chinese. It's a a bump from the Chinese market. Um, It made $78 million just in the Chinese market. 
It made $200 million domestically, so that's here in America, and internationally, it's where it made 61% of its money, which was $324 million internationally. So worldwide, it is sitting right now at 524 And in reality, it's not even a horror movie. It's a monster movie. Monster movies are horror movies. Yeah, it's science fiction. I, I, it can be it can be both like Alien. Alien is scary like a motherfucker. So Godzilla that's a never scared nobody. What? Godzilla never scared anybody. It's okay. not scary. It's campy. It's like the Blob. Yeah, but if it's a the Blob, scared people. I think. Oh yeah, back then. Put it out now, people laugh at this shit. Mm-mm. I don't know that they laugh at it. I think they enjoy it thoroughly for what it is. Number six. Are you ready? Ah. Number six on this Wikipedia uh, top grossing horror films worldwide. Pickywedia for the discerning smoker. The Meg. What? There's a monster outside. discovered is bigger than we ever thought possible. How big is that thing? It was the largest shark that ever existed. A living fossil. Thought to have been extinct over two million years. Wrong. It's megalodon. I thought it was going to be about the white stripes. Uh, that is a disappointment. Now, let me tell you something. That's the Meg. That shit is the whack. They take something like Jaws and, and you know, turn it into Transformers. I'll take Death of a Salesman over that shit. You know, you know there's no acting. All, uh, all fluff. Meg is a 2018 science fiction action film directed by John Turtletaub with a screenplay by Dean Gorgaris. Let me cut it for a second. Uh, tell that to the people who are, are listing it as a top-ranking horror film. I will say this, that this, what I just read to you was from Wikipedia. Top-ranking so, horror film, as a, and they called it what? A science fiction what? This is based on the novel Meg, a novel of deep terror. So terror is horror. So Meg, what? The Meg. There's too many jokes here. I don't even know where to begin. The Meg. Um, Why do they call it that? This movie reeks of political correctness. It's short for Megalodon. I don't go for none of that. Uh, Should be short for Megalomaniac. Megalomaniac. Let's see what Rotten Tomatoes has to say. How come that motherfucker's turning into Woody Harrelson? That's what I got to say. The Meg, according to Rotten Tomatoes... The critics gave it a 46%. Oh, my God. The audience gave it a 42%. Oh, man. The neg. That shit is negative. On IMDb, they give it a 5.6 out of 10. Why would it rate? How did it earn so much money if it's such crap? That is, once again... Was this ship platinum? Where the worldwide comes into play. I think they shipped this one platinum. This one was shipped platinum thanks to 
Hold on. Thanks to We Bang Em Young. China. Yeah, We Fuck Em Young. So, the domestic take on this, the domestic gross for the Meg was $145 million. Maybe the Chinese don't appreciate good good uh, movies. In China, it did $153 million. Or else. So... That's just between China and America, we've got 300 million. Go and see then, the Meg or else. Well, but I don't know if you noticed at the beginning of the trailer, they, they threw in there a little Chinese company. I saw so that. So this is a Chinese movie. They're testing Meg positive. So Chinese movie, action, no romance, uh, no kissing. No nudity. No Sarsgarg. Just, just action. And I think, you know, I, I do not agree with Stephen King's politics uh, right now or probably ever, but... But back in the 80s, the man was known to snort a hell of a line. No, but what I'm saying is, is that I'm pretty sure that he would not allow it to be affected, or it chapter two, to be affected by the Chinese. I would hope not. I think he would at least say, no, I'm not, you guys are not making a movie. You're not remaking my story. Eat. So that, again, was number... Uh, am I right? That was number six. Now, am I right six. in the understanding that Stephen King has only been on this list once so far? That's right. All right, go on. What's number five, for God's sake? Let's get away from the Meg, because I'm just thinking about bad drummers right now. Okay. Please hold. Number five. All right. Gold rings. Something about rings. The ring. Number five is World War Z. That's not a horror movie. What do you think about those apples? Well, the trailer looks good. I like Brad Pitt, but I never wanted to see the thing based on the title. Ah, uh, World War Z does not work for me. <laughs> Why is that? I don't know. It just sounded corny as shit. It is a 2013 American apocalyptic action horror film. The trailer looked good, but World War Z? What is that? 
That's like a bad fucking rap album from 1986. It's based on the 2006 novel of the same name by Max Brooks. I don't know who that is. You don't? Well, who is he? Remind me. Son of Mel Brooks, also oh. author of How oh. to Survive a Zombie Apocalypse. Yeah, I don't go for any of that stuff. I like Mel. The son can go to hell. Metal? I like Mel Brooks. Oh, <laughs> Thought you were okay. Good. I like Spaceballs. I don't like World War Z. I see. I like movies by uh, David Bowie's kid. That's good stuff. Uh huh. What is his name? Zoe Bowie. Something. Duncan Jones. Yes, that's the one. That was. I just pulled that right out of my ass. Well, Holy shit! That just popped in. Um. So I don't even know if it's right. It is right. World War Z, uh, according to IMDb, gets a 7 out of 10, which is, uh, could Reminds be worse. Reminds me of a uh, heavy metal radio station. Uh, according to Rotten Tomatoes, the critics gave it a 66% and the audience gave it a 72%. Critics ain't hip to the dip. Looked like a fairly decent movie. I'd say to me it looked about a seventy. I, I could see that if you're, especially if you're into those kind of movies. It made two hundred and two million domestically, and internationally, without the help of China, which is interesting. It made $337 million. So let me just see where, which country liked it the most. It did well in all, these, in all the countries, basically. Yeah. $202 million in America, and then 300 and some odd million internationally, well, which gives well, it $540 million. I, uh, I would have never guessed. Gross. No, that's the thing. When I was going through these movies myself, I was thinking, oh, wow, okay. But since it has no China involvement, we know what kind of movie it isn't, right? It's not a Chinese movie. There's probably kissing. Um, there's probably romance. Maybe nudity. I don't know. Knowing that, would that, did that make you want to see it? If there might be romance and nudity. <laughs> yes. No. I see. All right. Number four. Yeah. Are you ready? I'm so ready for number four. It's ridiculous. Number four. Yeah. From 2007. All these movies have to 2007 for the first two. I am legend. I am DB. I'm not, I'm not infected. I'm not infected. Please. Nothing happened the way it was supposed to happen. Six billion people on Earth when the infection hit. I'm a survivor living in New York City. God didn't do this. We did. Yeah, that is not a horror film. What? You don't think it's that scary? It's science fiction. 
That's a horror film. That's a science fiction. Well, then if that's a horror film, what is Friday the 13th? Horror. Well, they're not the same. That's what I was saying before. Horror is a very wide and vague genre yeah. with a lot of specific subgenres. They need it. Like monster. I even said kids at camp. Yeah, mm. cut that shit out. You're not listening to me. Kids at camp? Mm-hmm. That's a genre? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, it's a very wide, wide thing then. Kids at camp, just kids in, you know, teens, and one boogeyman is... A genre. Would you say that Magic with Anthony Hopkins was a horror film? Yes. All right. I'll just check it. Um, I Am Legend, 2007 American post-apocalyptic action thriller film loosely based on the 1954 novel of the same name by Richard Matheson, who also wrote uh, a bunch of... Didn't this movie inspire Night of the Living Dead? It may have. It may have. Um, and didn't this originally have Charlton Heston in it? Not originally, but yes, he is in the Omega Man. The original, the original movie was Vincent Price called The Last Man on Earth. Ah. So this is the first time they've had the movie actually called I Am Legend? That's true. And that's what the book was called? Yes. Well, kudos to them. But it, it's, so far, as far as I know, none of the three adaptions or adaptations have followed the book 100%. Interesting. It is interesting, but uh, I'm sure the Matheson family doesn't mind as long as they keep getting that green. Um, anywho, I am legend. Let's see. According to Rotten Tomatoes, I Am Legend got a 68% from the critics and a 68% from the audience. And on IMDb, it got a 7.2 out of 10. So if it doesn't do that, great. Why is it so popular? China? China, you got a lot of explaining to do. I Am Legend made $256 million domestically and $329 million internationally. Jesus. Not a China movie. But it did do very good in Japan, $40 million in Japan. So there you go. Not a Chinese movie. China does not like black people. Japan does. I mean, I think it's the genre, maybe. I, I don't know. Is that true about China? Are you just saying that? I don't know. Didn't we hear recently they were trying to get rid of all the black people? Oh, that was some sort of weird COVID thing. I don't know what they're doing. Any excuse to get rid of the black people. That might be true. I mean, I don't know that there's that many black people in China. but That's I'm, not I, an accident. I imagine there's uh, there are thousands and thousands, though. Uh, I don't know. I don't know that. Th- I don't think that's the reason that this movie didn't get over there. I don't think it's because of him. I think it's the. 
They eat dogs and they don't like black people. This movie starred a black person and a dog. Okay. Well, maybe that is the reason. I don't know. Just a speculation. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to poo-poo on your idea. Are you ready for number three? Yes. Eating Raul. It's not eating Raul. No. Are you ready for number three? How about, what, where are all the classics like The Howling and Mother's Day? Number three. Hotel Hell. the top grossing horror films of all time Motel list, Hell. according to Wikipedia, is 2005's War of the Worlds. No one would have believed in the early years of the 21st century that our world was being watched by intelligences greater than our own. That as men busied themselves about their various concerns, they observed and studied. With infinite complacency, men went to and fro about the globe, confident of their empire over this world. Yet, across the gulf of space, intellects vast and cool and unsympathetic regarded our planet with envious eyes. And slowly and surely drew their plans against us. Did you see that one? No, and let me say something. Okay, please do. How do you make a movie called War of the Worlds when the key to all that is the story behind the, 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 the thing? The movie should be about Orson Welles. I see what you're saying. This is, there's, no, there's no story there. This is like... I, I don't even understand it. Like, what are you doing? You're making a movie about what? That same old tried, stupid story that was in War of the Worlds that scared people in the 50s or 40s or whenever the fuck it was, 30s? I don't know. Yeah, I think it was the 30s, maybe. Yeah, so, but I'm just saying, what? Completely missing the point. It, there's, there's no story there. The story is about Orson Welles and making the, and making the that fraud on people and that perpetrating that fucking stunt. It, there's nothing that's infuriating. You're infuriated by War of the Worlds. Tom Cruise it should, it and Steven Spielberg. It should have said Spielberg, Tom Cruise, one man out of ideas, another who will do anything for money. War of the Worlds. Fucking crap. Well, this movie, uh, like I said, it was from 2005. It made $234 million domestically Fucking and retards. $370 million internationally. That is not the movie that you're supposed to make when that topic it comes up. It has made $603 million yeah, that's why, to you know, date. That's why Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber are pop stars and they make money. Because it's a wide appeal. It's not it's niche. It's a shit appeal. There's no fucking talent. It might be shit a shit fucking... appeal, but it's a lowest common denominator yeah. type of thing. Yuck. Uh, I have seen this movie. I would never, ever say it's in my top 10 horror movies of all time or sci-fi movies of all time. I wouldn't... 
It might not even be in my top 10 Steven Spielberg movies it's of all time. It's the stupidest idea I've ever heard of in my life. Honestly. You're yeah, just... here we have it. It's number three on the list. Where's the... the movie about the making of, of War of the Worlds? Well, that's maybe the you only need to th- get on that. That's the only thing of any interest with this fucking topic. Outrageously stupid. I will say... Remember when they made Ed Wood? That kind of movie. You like that? Yeah, make it about about the director. Make it about gotcha. the guy and his, you know, making this shit, his life, the craziness. I will tell you this. Ugh. RottenTomatoes.com. The critics gave it a 75%. Who are these critics and how much did they get paid to say that? Exactly, because the audience gave it a 42%. You know what they would have given my movie? 100%. The critics will not say anything bad about Steel- Steven Spielberg. I guarantee it. Yeah, they will do, not do raped. it. You get raped in a kidnapping plot. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, that is weird. Spielberg. Let well, me tell you something. Mm-hmm. From one bird to another. Okay. That man's a shyster. Well, I don't know about that. I do. According to IMDb, uh, they give it a 6.5 out of 10. Yeah, there's no movie there. That's so stupid. It was nominated for three Oscars. Which one was that? I'm sorry? For what? It was nominated for Best Achievement in Sound Mixing. Yeah, when you got $7 billion in your budget, how fucking hard could it be? Best Achievement in Sound Editing and Best Achievement in Visual Effects. It only was nominated. It did not win anything. BAFTA, it won uh, Best Music. Is that the worst movies of all time? BAFTA? Yeah. No, that's the English Academy Awards. Oh, I thought that was like the Razzies or something. No, 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 no. John Williams did the music, BAFTA. so I'm sure it was good. Doesn't that sound like you're getting uh, stomach flu? Like, they really threw it out there to get uh, to try to get it to win something. I can't make it in today. I've got BAFTA. It was nominated a bunch, but it just didn't pull out the wins. I can't imagine how you would even nominate that piece of shit. It's the idea alone. John Williams won a few for the music, and um, uh, well, wait, wait, let me wait, let me ask you this: the sound editing seems to have won. John Williams, that man's still alive. Well, this was two thousand five. I think he is though. Where did Orson Welles get the source material for the for the radio play? I think he wrote the story, didn't oh, he? Oh, he wrote it. You know, that... shame on Spielberg. Shame on these people for taking... What is that? They took his story that he no, wrote? No, I'm sorry. Wrong. H.G. Wells. Oh, okay. So it's an H.G. Wells book? Yes. It's a novel. Well, hold on a second now. Mm-hmm. He did this and it scared people and no one knew it was H.G. Wells? No one had read the book? I guess maybe not. I mean, There wasn't anyone it... at that time who said, you know, this sounds exactly like the book I'm reading right this second. Well, some people might have, but the truth of the matter is, is that Orson Welles did it in such a clever way where there, he was, there was the regular radio program that was happening. Yeah, the man the- should be put in jail. He should have been put in jail for mass panic. Basically, he's an American terrorist. A domestic terrorist? Exactly. Yep. Orson Welles' domestic terrorist. Well, well yeah, that could be right? him. There's I mean, your movie. What the fuck is that? Why doesn't he just... Uh, why doesn't he just... Uh, what if that had caused someone to do something irrational on the road or somewhere? I think it did. Yeah, so this man is uh, 
Uh, you know, everyone uh, talks about the who, you know, people getting crushed in Cincinnati uh-huh. and fucking Orson Welles uh, willy-nilly. He's like Obama. He's like Osama bin Laden. Mm. Obama's bin Laden. Mm. Well. Fuck him. Well, now there's the movie. Make the movie. Fuck Orson Welles. All right. I'm making my movie where I go back in time and I say, hey, stop doing that. You're making people do bad stuff. Uh-huh. You fucking egomaniac. Fuck you, Orson. Well, I'm sure... Uh, I'm sure everyone would want to watch that movie as well. But he didn't get charged with no crimes? You can just fucking yell, yell fire in a the theater? Hold on, uh, we'll tell you. Hold on. Fuck Orson Welles. That's my story. It's called Fuck Orson Welles. So apparently he did his show. Orson Welles did the radio show that night. And then he went, he was also appearing in a play... He went straight from the radio station to his rehearsal without knowing about this frenzy that he had caused. And as he was coming out of rehearsal, he was inundated by reporters and uh, just they just swamped him. And CBS forced him to go into a press conference where he read a statement that was later reprinted um, and he took questions from reporters And one of the questions was, uh, were you aware of the terror such a broadcast would stir up? And he said, definitely not. The technique I used was not original with me. It was not even new. I anticipated nothing unusual. Should you have toned down the language of the drama? He says, no, you don't play murder in soft words. Why was the story changed to put in names of American cities and government officers? And he said... H.G. Wells used real cities in Europe, and to make the play more acceptable to American listeners, we used real cities in America. Of course, I'm terribly sorry now. So, I think think that's a sorry, not sorry. I think he's... But it was in the New York Times the next day, radio listeners in panic, taking war drama as fact. Many flee homes to escape gas raid from Mars. Phone call swamp police at broadcast of Wells Fantasy. That's front page news on the New York Times. Yeah, he's tripping, man. I don't think he. Maybe he didn't care so much. Oh, now I got the movie called Orson Wells Sociopath Extremist. <laughs> it says later studies indicate that many people missed the repeated notices about the broadcast being fictional, partly because the Mercury Theater on the Air, an unsponsored CBS cultural program with a relatively small audience, ran at the same time as the NBC's Red Network's popular Chase and Sanborn Hour, um, which featured ventriloquist Edgar Bergen. So people kind of switched over, and they were kind of into this this drama, Uh. and they hadn't been listening from the beginning. So... Uh, historical research suggests the panic was far less widespread than the newspapers had indicated at the time. So, a little fake news, I guess, in <coughs> 1931. The panic and mass hysteria so readily associated with the War of the Worlds did not occur on anything approaching a nationwide dimension. American University media historian W. Joseph Campbell wrote in 2003. So just within the airwaves of the radio station. 
Right, but also the the phones, the phone calls, and the uh, that was also hyped up. It looks like the New York Times overhyped the story. He quotes Robert E. Bartholomew, an authority on mass panic outbreaks, as having said that there is a growing consensus among sociologists that the extent of the panic was greatly exaggerated. Oh, snizzap. In the first place, most people didn't hear the show, uh, said Frank Stanton, later president of CBS. Of the nearly 2,000 letters mailed to Wells and the FCC after War of the Worlds, only 27% came from frightened listeners or people who witnessed any panic. So 27% of 2,000 is what? like 500 people. 540 people out of the 2,000 letters they got actually even heard it. And what if one of those 500 people did something fucked up? Like they were driving too fast to get away from something and they hurt someone. I don't know. All right, Orson, you get a pass this time, but don't let it happen again. Uh, yeah, I mean, if it, I, I'm kind of shocked at this, the fake news of 1931. It's, I guess it's been happening the whole time. Oh, yes. I wonder how he, f- he felt about it, really. So uh, that was number three, right? Yeah, I think so. Or four. Three? It was number three. I Am Legend oh. was four. Ah, yes. Number two on the Wikipedia top ten highest grossing horror films worldwide. All right. The Sixth Sense. I see. That movie annoyed me. You know the accident there? Yeah. Someone got hurt. They did? A lady. She broke her neck. Oh, my God. But you can see her? Yes. Where is she? Standing next to my window. Did you ever talk to your mom about how things are? I don't tell her things. Why not? Because she doesn't look at me like everybody else, and I don't want her to. I don't want her to know. Know what? this movie I did not you didn't like it at all uh, how is it how can that be uh, I didn't like that he was dead Spoiler so I guess alert. I don't like the movie why did you you don't you didn't like that they tricked you yeah it's a cheap trick was it cheap or was it brilliantly done I didn't think it was brilliant and I don't like Bruce Willis in that role oh you don't no he's too much of a goofball what do you mean? I just don't take him seriously. Did you? T- okay. As you were watching the movie, did you take him seriously? Uh, I think you just annoyed that you got tricked. Maybe, but I don't need to be tricked over that nonsense. What nonsense? Uh, I like stir of echoes. 
That's more my style. Star of Echoes is a very, very good movie. No doubt. Thank you. <laughs> I will tell Danny Aiello, whoever that guy is. And uh, Kevin Bacon. Yeah. I don't know. I, something about the movie just pissed me off. Oh, I thought it was I thought it was brilliantly done. I don't love to be tricked, but you get, if you got me, you got me. What am I going to do? Right. I'm not going to get angry. I'm not going to pretend now your movie sucks because I was tricked like somebody else in this room would do. Uh, six cents, $672 million uh, so far. I mean, I, I don't know that it'll make much more, but that's quite a bit. Uh IMDb rates it at an 8.1. I mean, it's definitely uh, a decent movie. And Rotten Tomatoes, the critics gave it an 86%, and the audience gave it a 90%. All right. 10% of us agree. (laughs) Um... (laughs) I, I, I mean, you cannot like this movie, obviously, but... What happened to Haley Joel Osmond? Is it Osmond? Osmond. That's the problem. What is the... What do you mean? He's not an Osmond kid. Oh, no, no, no. He's not an Osmond kid. He's an Osmond kid. He's an Osmond. Don't, they don't exist. He actually has a sister who was in the, that show with... Um, they should do their own Donnie and Marie thing. His sister was in uh, Hannah Montana. What's his sister name? Haley and Marie... Can the kid sing? How old is he now? Is he disgruntled? Oh, yeah. you mean like, uh, what's his face from Brady, uh, Brady Bunch? <laughs> Oliver? Bonaduce. No, Oliver is disgruntled as fuck. Oh. Uh, Haley Bonaduce Joel Osmond was born in 1988. His sister is Emily Osmond. Haley and Emily Osmond. Anyways, The Sixth Sense made $293 million domestically. And three hundred and eighty million worldwide. Yeah. Not a Chinese movie. Um, what year is it from? Nineteen ninety-nine. See, I don't think the Chinese movie thing started happening until recently. And you know, maybe we'll do an episode not in October about Chinese movies and, and try to pinpoint exactly when that started. With Obama. It might. It might. I don't know. It might. We'll see. So that was number two, Sixth Sense. Number one, I think you might be able to guess. It's a matter of uh, logistics, logical thinking. I cannot guess. That's fine, then. I will go right. I would say it's The Shining. Would you say that? Yeah. Anyone who doesn't pay that the most attention is wrong. Okay, again, this is not the favorite. This is top grossing. Yeah, but the movie is so good. How could it not have been seen by everybody? Number one on this list of top grossing horror Blair films. Witch. No? Is it. Oh, man. What a disappointment. I think the universe revolves around you. They think that you'll always be protected and cared for. Then, one day, you realize that's not true. Because when you're alone as a kid, 
monsters see you as weaker. You don't even know they're getting closer. Until it's too late. thinks this town is cursed. That all the bad things that happen in this town are because of one thing. An evil thing. Bill, if you'll come with me, you'll float too. saw something. A clown. Yeah, I saw him too. What happens when another Georgie goes missing? Or one of us? Are you just gonna pretend it isn't happening like everyone else in this town? If we stick together, we'll win. Well, that looked better than the second one. That's scary as shit. Well, did did he write two books and they made two movies or no, what is that? No, I don't think he wrote the. I, that uh, one looks better than the second one. Yeah, this is the the first. This one, yeah. Um, that trailer scared the shit out of me. Uh, I never saw this movie. I've only seen the TV one back in the day because I don't actively go and see horror movies really ever. Yeah. Uh, unless I don't know they're a horror movie. But this one is, uh, that scared the shit out of me. Like, terribly. Who's the, who's the clown? Skarsgård. Arr. Is he handsome like his brother? I don't think anybody could be as handsome as his brother. Is he as handsome as Sawyer on Lost? Oh, that guy's really handsome. He was my fave. Uh... <laughs> Sawyer, I'm lost? Come on! Freckles? Yeah. Uh, this made $328 million domestically and $372 million internationally. No China. So, China says, no, we're not interested. This is too crazy. It's too crazy. Well, China, you know, like even when, say if you wanted to play war, uh, World of Warcraft mm -hmm. or Final Fantasy... If you want to sell that in China, you have to change some of the storylines and some of the the characters to look a certain way. Like they don't they won't they don't want like ghosts and float they, they you know there's certain shit they will not allow in their games. So if you get like a Chinese version of uh Final Fantasy, there's these you know certain characters do not look the same. So they they don't they're not down with certain things. I don't know if it's because they don't want their people to act a certain way 
or to feel a certain way. I don't know what the I don't know what the answer is when it comes to this scary shit, but uh like I said, I don't think Stephen King would is gonna play that game. You it's well, you, you either, allow the kids to watch Elvis and before you know it, you got Cardi B. You know, kind of. Kind of. There probably isn't a Chinese Cardi B, so good for them, right? Chinese B. Yes, good for them. But there is a China virus, so I guess there's that. So let's Shut see up. here what we got. IMDb gives it a 7.3 out of 10. That sounds fair. False is horrible. And Rotten Tomatoes, the critics gave it an 85%. And the audience gave it an 84%. I cannot imagine that. Uh, how, what, what's going on here now that uh, Nightmare on Elm Street is not on here? But it, this is highest grossing, not so favorite. What, movies make more now than they used to? Well, it's, yes. Why don't they account for inflation? First of all, back in the day, there weren't as many movies being put out, you know, I guess. And, uh, if a ticket was $5 then and it's 15 now, you got to sell three times as many tickets back then. I mean, that's true, but we still have the Sixth Sense and Jaws and, and 15 the Exorcist on these, on these lists. Yeah. Titanic's not a horror film? No. Tell that the motherfuckers drown. I would argue it is. The Shining is not on the top 50. Something's wrong with people. Something happened. How is Psycho not on the list? Well, again, that's not a movie that made a lot of money. Why wouldn't all-time greatest be all-time moneymakers? Because it's not like that. Well, it needs to be. It's just not like that. I want Hank Aaron to have a lot of money. I do too, actually. I want, I want one of these new guys to give Hank Aaron some money. Mm-hmm. And then, Hank, you can give me a little cut. Okay, you don't need a cut. Hey, yo, Hank. You didn't... No, that's... Now you've gone... uh, You've gone too far. Henry! So, that was it. Uh, Do you want me to give you a quick rundown once again? Number 10 was The Exorcist. Number 9. Number 9 was Jaws. Number 8, It, Chapter 2. Number 7, Godzilla from 2014. Number six, The Meg. Oh my God, that is the big upset of everyone's life. Number five, World War Z. Number four, I Am Legend. Number three, War of the Worlds. Number two, The Sixth Sense. And number one, It. If any of them don't belong to deserve to be on that list, it's got to be The Meg, right? I mean, no one's even heard of that That's hysterical. Oh, I heard The Meg. I heard of the Meg because I saw commercials for the Meg, but I honestly, I was shocked to see it on the list for sure. What a terrible name. But, you know, when we saw the trailer and it had that little Chinese company quick flash in the beginning, that explains everything. Crazy. It's it's like those uh, Fast and Furious movies or that whatever, the Hobbs and whatever movie we saw with The Rock that was terrible, but did really well. Because it was a Chinese movie. The Chinese have infiltrated Hollywood and 
out of these top 10, and this is of all time, but out of these top 10, I think more than half were, uh, were boosted by Chinese coming to, to Chinese theaters. Interesting. It is interesting. It's interesting and not in a good way. All right. So yeah, this is interesting. Been, um, usually, isn't in a good way. This has been episode number ninety-three of the Middle Age Cool Kids Super Terrific podcast. Uh, we're doing spooky type shows this uh, month for October for Halloween. Spooky. Spooky. Um. We have a YouTube channel. We have. You know what? You can just go to our website, and there are links to everything there. Uh, MiddleAgeCoolKids.com. There are a ton, well, not a ton, but apparently 92 other episodes out there that you may or may not be interested in listening to. Uh, we have stuff on our YouTube channel that's Dave's reaction videos do really well. We're going to do some more of those. Um, so tons of stuff to check out. I don't want you to start another sentence or another topic. Well, I just want to say it's Rocktober. It's, it is Rocktober, but we're not doing Rocktober. Okay. Just we're doing Halloween. What? We're doing Halloween. Halloween falls in Rocktober. We could always do Rocktober, uh, a supplemental Rocktober. All right. Anyway, uh, that's it for us for this episode. We missed September. We did miss September. Maybe next ne next. After maybe 2021 is our, our musical year, though we do have a lot of musical episodes. All right. This is us uh, saying thank you for listening, and we will see you next time, America. Take it, now. Mm -hmm.